Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are listening to You Are Okay, powered by Blog Talk Radio. My name is Bob. I'm hosting live today from Austin, Texas. And with me is Mara, who is hosting live from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hello, everybody. Namaste. Good morning. Has everyone gotten up this morning and remembered to say thank you? Thank you to the universe for anything, for everything. Quoting the great master Buddha, let us rise up and be thankful. For if we didn't learn a lot today, at least we learned a little. And if we didn't learn a little, at least we didn't get sick. And if we got sick, at least we didn't die. Let us all be thankful. So remember, everyone, be thankful today. Be thankful every day. As I was preparing this morning to come on the show, the I've had a candle that someone had given to me quite a while ago, and it just kind of sat here, and I never paid much attention, and this morning I picked it up and decided to light it. And it's wrapped in a paper, and, you know, we could, you can buy all these candles that have themes, kind of thematic candles, I guess you could say. And much to my surprise, the theme of the candle is the theme of our show, Compassion. And on the candle... On the paper, it says, May kindness emanate from my being through all my actions. Allow me to let go, forgive, and forego ahead with a rekindled spirit. I'm not sure who wrote that. It's, it's not signed or anything, but it's a beautiful message of what our show is. And I'm just looking at the light of the candle above that little saying now and it just brings a lot of peace. A lot of people meditate, actually, looking at the light of a candle. That's probably the way that most people start out meditating is by doing that. I think you're right. I think people are drawn into the flame, and the fire itself um, takes their mind away from what's going on around them, and for a moment it gives them a respite from the chaos of life. I can remember even as a child doing that myself. I would sit for hours looking at flame. In this case, we didn't have candles, so I would look at a fireplace burning. It's the same idea, I think. I remember with the candles, taking the candle and just running my finger through the fire. Me too. If you do it in the right spot, of course it doesn't burn you. But I remember doing that as a kid. I remember my mom used to have candle parties, actually kind of like a Tupperware party, but selling candles. Oh, okay. I, I guess we, uh, you know, I, I did the candle thing with putting my finger through it and, and, and not licking it in advance. But um, I'm probably more your mother's age, and my mom now uses candles, but when I was growing up, candles were just not a part of my life except on birthdays. They were really celebratory. You know, we were having a big event to have candles. Somebody was having a birthday, and it was very exciting. If an entire cake was covered with candles, that meant they were having a big birthday. Uh, my great-grandfather lived to be 113, and you can imagine wow. had wow. there been candles on his cake. <laughs> That's why I know I've got a long life ahead of me, Bob. You're not going to get rid of me quickly. <laughs> or do I want to? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> oh, it's a, The weather today here has been very windy. And I started thinking about it. You're in Santa Fe. And, and what is Santa Fe known for? We're now at the beginning of March. And in March in Santa Fe, what, what everyone thinks of is the March winds. And I, I'm out, I was out with the puppy this morning, and it was just very windy. And she just doesn't really like the wind, and she doesn't like the rain. <laughs> but, but it reminded me of this story that when I was... Uh, I think it was in high school, and we were reading a story in Spanish. I studied Spanish, and in a literature class, there was a a piece of literature that we read, and it was, I'm kind of going to paraphrase because I don't remember, it's been like 20 years ago. The There was a man who owned a vineyard, and he kind of got mad at Mother Nature because his crop yield was low one year. And Mother Nature made an agreement with them. Okay, well, next year I will 
make everything, all the conditions perfect for you, but you need to tell me what you want those conditions to be. And he went on and on all year long during the, during the time of, uh, of growing the grapes. And he would say, okay, today I want it to be this temperature, and it would be that temperature, and today I want sun, and today I want rain, and today I want it to be dry, and I want it to be these temperatures, and, you know, did everything that he thought that he needed to do, and and his crop failed again. And he asked Mother Nature, well, I don't get it. You you told me that if if I told you what to do, you would do it for me, and... She said back, you never invited the wind. Oh. Oh. Well, I I have a special relationship with the wind. I just absolutely adore it. And, uh, you know, perhaps someday that would be a good topic to talk about the wind in Mara. But I just can stand, and in New Mexico especially, I've loved those moments when I've stood in an open field and just held my arms up in the air and just felt the wind circling around me. I think it's something, by the way, that anyone can do, not just me. You know, I'm not special, but that feeling of the wind is such a connecting thing for the universe. It just makes you feel part of it all, and it whirls around your head and your arms and your fingers and your feet. It's just miraculous, just miraculous for cleansing and brushing away the residual negative energy that we all pick up in life. It's phenomenal. And it pollinates, which I think was Mother Nature's point to the man in the vineyard. Well, there's no doubt about it, yes. (laughs) You have to get the girl to the boy. (laughs) Exactly. You can, I guess you use bees for that, too, although there's a whole story now about bees being in danger. I'm not sure if this year that proves still true, but people are asking that question, what happened to the bees? And so we rely on bees in the wind to help uh, create the vegetation that we need for survival. It's an amazing, amazing thing. It is amazing. Amazing the way that all the elements and all of the, the earth, everything with the earth is just perfect until we kind of step on it and make our footprint bigger and bigger and not take into consideration that things are the way they are for a reason. Someday I guess we'll all wake up to that. Yeah, I guess so. You were talking about that last week, and I think that's so true. I think it really is. Do you know what? I just realized we didn't hear Michael Drake and this solo drumming with Rattle that we were kind of doing to talk about to lead into our Santa Fe idea. I wonder You're what right, it didn't even come on. It was supposed to come on by itself. At yeah. 9 per- maybe 9% was just non-audible. <laughs> you couldn't hear it. You should put him on for just a second to kind of lead us into uh, your doing your uh, breathing exercise. Just maybe give us a minute of Michael, or maybe 30 seconds, Bob, but up his speed from 9%. It must be too low. Okay, I think we'll just let it go, and then we'll change music into the next set of music for the meditation, for the breathing exercise. Yes. Let's see, it's on at 18, let's go to 50. And while you're doing the changes, let me just palaver on a little bit. This has been, Santa Fe is really a special place for me. It's a place like my spiritual home. I think that's the word. I feel as though I've come home. And and yesterday was just filled with all of those fun things that, that draw me into Santa Fe and remind me of how important it is to me, whether it's a trip to one of the pyramids that are around town. I think everyone has their favorite. I certainly share one with friends. There's Michael Drake. Can you all hear me over him? Uh, Whether it's music like Michael Drake, you know, or or seeing the Indians sitting along the sidewalk selling their wares or going to the Ark. Oh, my gosh. Let me do an advertisement for the Ark. It is truly a wonderful, wonderful bookstore. If you're ever in Santa Fe, you have to go there. We've got um, Mary Jane and I came away with uh, beautiful... uh, 
necklaces that are designed to draw positive energy toward us and repel negative. And we all know, guys, if there's, you have to have the negative in order to understand the positive. So both exist. And the revolution of love that we're all involved in is basically a revolution of trying to look through the negative behavior of other people and remembering our connection with them, our unity with them, and in letting them move past their poor choices so that they enable us to move past our poor choices and forgiving ourselves. And when I'm in Santa Fe, just it all comes into sync and, and makes so much beautiful, beautiful sense. So, Bob, are you ready to switch to... Um, I am. I am. I wanted to first just make a couple little uh, housekeeping announcements. I'd just like to ask everyone that if you enjoy the show to please tell your friends about our show. And as the show wraps up this afternoon or this morning or this evening, whenever you happen to be listening, if you would please rate us so that we know how we're doing. Send an email to mkwlawfirm at aol.com with the subject line of Uniquely Me, and Mara will send you a the book that is used for the daily meditations, Uniquely Created, Divinely Inspired You. And we just thank you for being here. And let's just all together say, I am enough. Remember that throughout the week. And say that in the morning as you're, as you're putting out your message of gratitude to the universe, and remember to say at the same time, I am enough. Three times. Let's say it together. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. Wow. Let's all center ourselves. Again, I'm going to use the passage from uh, Janelle Moon, How to Pray Without Being Religious. And let's bring ourselves to center, and then we'll move into the breathing exercise. There is a seed in you that is your center. It is a spiritual center and is the place where your love sprouts and grows. It lies in the heart, in the deepest place of your being where love is never-ending. It is the place where love can find protection. Love can find its root. Love can find its wings to grow. This is your center. This is the place in you that holds heart with harmony. This is the place in which you matter. From your heart, you are centered. You are in a green, growing place of love. Love starts with you and shines its face on you. Love loves you. Love spreads to your neighbors, to the world. You are centered. You are love. You are centered in the wonder of love. Now let us take deep breaths today. We'll breathe in deeply, filling up your lungs with oxygen, filling them up to full capacity. Fill those lungs with the, with the wonderful air, the air that's been blown in with the wind today. Fill those lungs, pull that air up through your feet, through your legs, through your mid-body, up to the top of your head, and let that air out. Let all of the air out. Almost feel as you need to gasp for your next breath as you let that air out. Remove all of the stale air, all of the negative energy that you might have had held up there. And as you take your next breath, think beyond, beyond what you could possibly think that you could do. And imagine yourself visualizing things that will happen, great things that will happen in your life. Small things, medium-sized things, large things. It doesn't matter what type of thing it is that you need right now. Visualize that as you pull the air up and as you let the air out. Remember that you can move mountains with your visualizations. Remember you can rejuvenate your body with this oxygen. Remove the dis-ease from your body. Take in that breath. 
as you breathe in today, focus. Focus on the moment. Be in the moment as you bring in the deep breaths of air. I'm going to let everyone listen to Hands of Love by Duder. And as we listen to this for a few minutes, just breathe deeply and think of love. Think of balance. in Santa Fe, Namaste, huh? Oh, oh, I found another called Om Shante. We'll have to do on another day. But this is from a record company I would really like to encourage you folks to look at online, New Earth Records, based in Santa Fe. Go to newearthrecords.com. And now let's think about the beauty of that moment and the spiritual movement of our breathing as we reach our right hand out to grab a hold of those who are listening with us and join in a circle, a circle of love. Feel the energy as we circle the planet, feeling each and every person taking hold and knowing that we're leaving spaces for those who will come later, those who will listen in their own time. 
And then lift your left hand out. Feel yourself connecting with that energy, which is a combination of yours and all of those around the earth, going north to south and east to west. We are unifying ourselves in a spiritual battle of love. We are part of a revolution. Our weapon is kind words. Our armor is knowing we are loved. And our helmet is forgiving ourselves our imperfections and knowing that we can rejoin this revolution at any second. No one ever keeps us out. It's open to all, each and every citizen on this planet. It is a universal battle designed for the first time to give love a chance. Now, Bob and I use the word love for God. So we're asking that we give the highest part of all that is, of the infinite, mysterious energy that created all love. Let us send loving thoughts to all around the world, feeling the pulsating energy of them moving through our hands as our energy. We're enough. We're enough right here, right now, to start this revolution and to make it bang, a big bang, bigger than any weapon. All we are saying is give love a chance. Today, as we talk about Santa Fe, as we move through meditation at the end, we want you always to remember that I am enough. We want you always to know I am loved. And so as we close this, let us all say together, I am loved three times. I am loved. I am loved. I am love. Can you feel it, folks? Can you feel the energy of that sentiment in your hands? Can you feel it circling the planet and bringing this huge iridescent light? That's what we can do, always. And when we don't succeed, all we have to do is start over because we are loved unconditionally. We send loving energy to each and every one of you, and we hold you close in our hearts. And we ask that all that is, that love bless our endeavors. I said earlier that I had had a miracle happen in Santa Fe, and I want to share with all of you a little bit about what it was. Well, one of many, but I'm not going to share them all with you, but I want to share one. We went into a store, the Ark. I told you about that a minute ago, over Michael Drake. And we went to the meditation music because... Mary Jane and I were talking about how probably people felt more comfortable with this soothing kind of music. And we began listening to the music. And my gosh, it was like we'd listen to this music and we'd listen to that music. And over and over and over again, it was the same type of music that I was being led to when I selected our playlist here that's on the radio show. And then we went to the pyramid and we meditated and I understood something. I commented to Mary Jane that when I lived in Santa Fe, I would go to Pecos, Pecos, to those of you who don't live in this area, and I would sit by the river and it's a very rapid moving river. 
And I would study that river. I was drawn there. And I found, I came to know that I was being drawn there to learn lessons in being at peace in the midst of chaos. And as I would look at the river, my guides would remind me to look and notice that in every one of the little galloping waves and everywhere, periodically, there were quiet pools just laying there, not moving, just quiet. And that that was something that could come to each and every one of us. And I realized that this music, which is lovely, and we will be playing it for everyone periodically, and I've got more, but I realized in those times that I had to look for peace in the midst of chaos. And as the years have passed, I have come to more and more find myself being able to find that peace. And as we're teaching you, our messengers of love, our students soon to be masters of love, to share and tell others about the message that it doesn't matter what you believe, it doesn't matter what you read, it doesn't matter where you go, it doesn't matter what you did, your love. As we are doing that, we are giving you the grand slam, rapid, quick study, accelerated program on how to find peace in the midst of unexpected discordance, and it's coming in the form of the music. If you can pull your energy through you in music that is not always gentle and flowing and taking you like on wings to heaven, but instead is music that has vibrancy and spiciness and has an energy to it, and you are able to maintain your peace there. In music that has a bit of the chaos that is life, then you will be best prepared to go out and show through who you are through your loving individual self, your calmness, your security that you are enough, that you are loved, no matter what is going on around you, no matter what mistake you might have done, oh well, God loves me and that's really what matters. And this music that we've been led to, I truly believe, is music that is giving you the accelerated program now, Bob and I are going to have to interject some of this wonderful, wonderful music like Deuter, Hands of Love. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Because we all need to have moments of pure heaven, don't we? So that's a miracle from Santa Fe, Bob. And now I'm back to you, sir. Wow. I remember going hiking... Mara actually had told me where her spot was to go and meditate and climb up the the little mountain there that that is uh, has the shape of a pyramid, and I can remember going there many times and just taking along my iPod and sitting up there listening to Anya, and it was just brought such a peace. You didn't think about anything. You looked, and I was reviewing some pictures last night. When, when we, when Mara, when I looked online to see which topic that we had chosen for the week, because it was, I kind of didn't think about it until last night, and that's kind of how it works. They just come to us what the topics will be, as we discussed last week. And I said, oh, it's about Santa Fe. So I went back, pulled up my uh, pictures on the laptop, and started going through pictures from the times that I lived in Santa Fe, and I came across one where I was sitting on the pyramid there, meditating, and all of a sudden there was just a bird flying right towards me, and I took a picture of that, and it's just gorgeous looking out over the mountains there, and you just see one single bird flying towards you, as if to remind you that you're enough just being there and, and uh, just bringing you that message of, that you're not alone, that you're enough, that everything around you is is just beautiful, gorgeous, and that you can 
live in the moment. It was, it's a fantastic place. Anyone that wants to know how to get there could send an email and we'll definitely tell you how to get there. The, this morning I was um, thinking about compassion and I found a quote that I wanted to share. And the quote goes like this. A human being is a part of the whole called by us universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts, and feeling as something separated from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons nearest to us. Our task must be to free ourselves from this person by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. And this is created, this quote is from Albert Einstein. Wow, huh? Wow's my word for the day, Albert. Go, Albert. I have one too, and interestingly, Mine, we are going to be starting to talk and perhaps we'll even do some meditations on Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Wayne Dyer. I really encourage people uh, to consider buying this book in one of the very many formats it comes in, DVD, CD, print, whatever works for you, or just go look for the Tao online, and that's T-A-O. My gosh, Dr. Wayne Dyer has really, really done a good job, and it's so interesting in today's world uh, that for the most part, we have been looking to people who are not alive, and they're magnificent messengers alive, and this passage goes hand in hand with what Albert Einstein said. Stay in harmony with the impartial essence of the Tao in all of your thoughts and all of your behaviors. When you have a thought that excludes others, you've elected to see yourself as special and therefore deserving of exceptional favor from the source of being. The love, all that is, God, Yahweh, Allah. I added some of those. The moment you've promoted yourself to this category, you've elevated your self-importance above those whom you have, you've decided are less deserving. Thinking this way will cause you to lose the all-encompassing power of the Tao. Organizations including religious groups that designate some members as favored aren't centered in the Tao. No matter how much they attempt to convince themselves and others of their spiritual connection, the act of exclusion and partiality eliminates their functioning from their true self. In other words, if a thought or behavior divides us, it is not of God. It, if it unites us, it is of God. It is of love, my friends. Stay centered on those on this Tao that resides within you. Lasu advises, and you'll never have a thought that isn't in harmony with spirit. And I know that's a long quote, but I'd like to extend to, he says, to offer your treasures to everyone. Lasu says, offer your treasures to everyone. And my friends, Many times we don't realize what treasures we have. It's our time. It's taking time to send a friend something that they want to see. It's thinking about those around you when you're with them and wanting to help them have joy in the moment. It's uh, Roger or Wayne Dyer suggests um, one of the things is if you're buying something for yourself that you love, buy something for your friend just like it so that there's that unity of spirit with the two of you always, always. And they say, eliminate as many judgments of others in your thoughts as possible. The simplest, most natural way to accomplish this is to see yourself, as Albert said, in everything. Remember that you and those you judge share one thing in common the Tao.
Bob, I think synchronicity has touched us again. Yeah, it certainly has. I actually have had that quote on my on my list for the last three weeks to use. Wow. And it just never came up as one that was fitting at the time. It didn't was never called out to me. And as I saw that picture last night of the of the bird flying into the pyramid where I was sitting, I read that that passage this morning and I was and it, and it took me drew me back to that picture mm-hmm. when he says, you know, free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. And you know, as you were talking about uh Dr. Dyer and he and his comments saying, you know, that as soon as, it, basically, to me, what it meant was, you know, you need to be selfless and that the goals that you put out there should not be those that are particularly for you, but that they benefit a group as a whole or in other individuals that are around you. And I think that's important when we do our visualizations and when, we, when we're trying to manifest things happening in our life and it really made me think about something that I had spoken to you about last night, about a visualization in, in the last week for me and something that came about because of the efforts and the merits of visualization. And I think that it probably wouldn't have happened if I was doing it for selfish reasons. When I thought about it just now, I thought, you know, that really happened because I wasn't being selfish I was doing it for the betterment of many individuals, not just myself. Including and I think it the might have gone quite differently had I not, had it been just for my own gratification. I see. I agree with you. I do agree with you. But I also believe that if one lives in harmony with all, that things come to them that will enhance their lives and that you can visualize. I do believe seek and ye shall find ye shall find is a personal invitation from the universe to believe that there is anything you desire for yourself personally coming. I, I really think that so many times and you and I have talked about this many times that there, so many times we get pulled back. It's kind of the, the nudge of the pulpit behavior. I can remember sitting in church over and over and over again, my friends, and being told, do not pray for something for yourself. Friends, balderdash. Balderdash. The universe is here to remind you that you are enough. And the more you remember you are enough, the more you recognize you have enough to share, the more you share, the more you invite back to you. So there is absolutely nothing wrong with asking for yourself. Now, Bob, I think the pulpit was calling you a minute ago. You know, I think that I calls me at times. Oh, my gosh, you know, this would have been different if I'd wanted it just for me. I don't think so necessarily because I think there's a divine order that we can help to put in place as long as we know that we're operating from highest motives. So even if the visualization occurred because you had tried to be your highest self at all times with this person and it was failing and it was failing and it was failing and not only was it failing, it was failing in front of other people. It was a mockery of all that you stood for. It was a slap in the face. To wish that that person would, or to visualize that that person would come to a different place of making their money so that that dissension, that disease could be removed from the workplace and that that person could move into the calmness of a place where they believed they were better fit. 
those are high motives. They're okay, I think. You're right. They are okay. Yeah. We're all okay, folks. And we wouldn't have a third eye. Each and every one of us have a third eye for visualizing the things, the future that we see for ourselves. And as you do that visualization, you need to open that third eye wide, your brow chakra. Just open it up and know that what you visualize at your highest self comes from love. What you visualize at your highest self comes from love. Now, Bob, I don't know if you still have it right there beside you, but if you do, could you read that part of the passage? And I'm sorry, I miss the lady's name every time, and I vow I'm going to write it down. But could you please read that part of the passage when she talks about love as you're centering yourself? Uh, One more time. Her her name is Janelle Moon. It's J-A-N-E-L-L and Moon. And it's from her book that's called How to Pray Without Being Religious. Perfect. Thank you. And could you read that for us? Um, It lies in the heart, in the deepest place of your being where love is never-ending. It is the place where love can find protection. Love can find its root. Love can find its wings to grow. This is your center. This is the place in you that holds heart with harmony. This is the place in you which you matter. From your heart, you are centered. You are in a green, growing place of love. Love starts with you and shines its face on you. Love loves you. Love spreads to your neighbors, to the world. You are centered. You are love. You are centered in the wonder of love. Wow, huh? Wow. Take that passage. Bob, I'm going to ask, uh, uh, I think we need to blog that onto our site. Okay. So that people can take that passage. And when you're doing your meditations, when you're not with Bob, and you know what, isn't Bob the most superb guided meditation person? I, I just have to say that to you. My Lord, man. Oh, I don't. I don't know where it comes from. The words just roll out. Oh, it's oh phenomenal, phenomenal. In I think fact, I, this the author here, uh, Miss Moon, her she prefaces this uh, centering exercise with, if you have access to a tape recorder or a CD burner, record the following, then play it back with your eyes closed and let the words wash over you. Yes. So, Read those words. And and then when you get to your third eye, as you've cleaned and pulled up through your chakras and you're starting to really get that third eye alive, visualizing for the future, knowing that your highest thought is a thought from love. Remember these words. There are probably few among us who haven't committed to memory something sometime. I can tell you the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot choose, change and the courage to change the things I can. These words that Bob has given us here today have the magnitude of that. I may not have said the serenity prayer exactly right, but those words that Bob says are worth reading and memorizing. Thank you, Janelle and then carrying those with us through our meditation into the crown chakra. As we continue this revolution into the crown chakra, take it. Take it into your vision of yourself. My friends, I had a situation that I was in for many, many years that was so painful that I felt so rejected that I 
had one small thing that I could cling to, and I clung to that. And I did that thing every day, and it was not letting the environment I was in change me. And recently I've come to know, I've come to see, that the little revolution of love touched and changed the environment. Despite the chaos, despite the pain, it wasn't me. Was love it me? shone through. Exactly. I would go in and I would pray, Divine One, help me to help this day be all it can be. And when it wasn't, I would start over. And when I succumbed to the, to the chaos of it all, I would start over. And love triumphed. The light prevailed. As St. Francis of Sisi would say, I was a little match in the midst of darkness. And the match light of love dispelled the darkness. You can do that. Not because you're special, but because we're together. We're all special. We're all unique. We're all valued. We're all enough. We can do this revolution. We really, really can. And we need to spend time in quiet contemplation. But part of getting to the place where you can be in quiet contemplation is having time with Bob, hearing his words. Santa Fe is about spiritual enlightenment in my mind. It's about something that's available to everyone. It's about caring and nurturing and loving. It's a beautiful, it's no accident, it's the oldest city in the United States. And there certainly are for others places in the country or in the world that have that same spirituality and same draw to feel the the, the energy donut. of of the earth than than just Santa Fe. For us, I think it's and for many many people, it's where we feel the most at home. But there are places too that other people will have out there that are just is oh. of great energy, like like Sedona. Those places or in Peru and Machu Picchu or could be in your own backyard that you have that serenity and feeling feeling of love, being surrounded by love. Oh, there's many spots in the hill country in Texas. Um, There there are many places. Uh, There's the Appalachian Trail, many places on the East Coast. There are many, many spots that are high spots. And you're right, each person, it's kind of like the music we've talked about. It's a resonance in the person. Right, and they're able to pull that resonance of from the earth into music, just as the name of their label was, what was it, Earth Music? Yeah, was it earth, New Earth Records. New yeah. Earth Records. They've kind of synthesized that feeling that they get from the earth by being attached and are able to just make that music feel, to allow us to hear how they feel inside, yeah. which is just an amazing talent for people that that are musically inclined or for those that are, can paint or draw and can pull in that energy and that beauty of the universe into their representation of what it is. Yes, yes. You're right, so I have a suggestion, Bob. I'm always open to suggestions. Well, I'm thinking that I'm not quite, I don't know about, I do think that for the topic, the Soaring Eagle Wind Dancing music is very nice. But are you up to doing a very long guided meditation through Om Shante? I, I uploaded it. It is done by... 
Oldfield, Terry Oldfield. So it should be there under OLD. I saw it a couple minutes ago. You might, you would need to reduce it down probably to about 50. I think I'm pretty comfortable your voice could be heard over it. And since I'm on a telephone, if it can't be, I would not so spiritually interrupt to let you know you needed to lower it a little bit more. Okay. okay. All right, so let's do that, Bob. Bob, you are a blessing to all of us. And listeners, you are a blessing to us too. Namaste. May you feel love enfolding you this day and every day. Thank you. should be starting it is okay I don't hear it we can hear it and and you're over it so you're good good to go great if everyone would just clear their mind as you listen to the music as you listen to the sounds that are around you disperse those other sounds out of your mind and, and focus on on the music and draw the energy that this individual has put into the music that they've heard from their experience with the universe and reach out reach your hands up into the air and look up towards the sky and feel your chest just ready to push up against the ceiling or up against the sky And just open up your heart and feel love. And let that love out of you. Let love back in. Look beyond what you feel that you could ever have done in your life as far as love. Think calm thoughts. Feel just an instant calm in your body. Feel your limbs just. nearly limp just as if you were a rag doll you're there just meditating listening to the music breathing in slowly make it a moving experience for yourself have that vision of being loved and that great sense that you feel when you're being loved and giving love feel the healing power of the universe that can cleanse out all of the things in your body that are not good for you. Let it cleanse your mind. Let it make your mind empty and silent. Let your mind think of nothing if you can or just think about the music and follow the music and follow my voice to cleanse to focus, to balance. Pretend you can look up in the sky, even though it might be bright out, and you could just look out and see the North Star and just focus on that and the brightness that that North Star puts out at night. Visualize those things that you need in your life now. If you're needing to lose weight, feel visualize yourself getting on the scale and the scale not showing as much numbers as it did before if you have a picture of yourself or an ideal picture of yourself visualize that if it's just visualizing finding peace and finding time to meditate finding time for yourself Visualize yourself doing that. Visualize yourself sitting down in a room that you've made your own, a room that you've made your own little sanctuary, your own shelter. And light a candle there. Visualize yourself lighting a candle and sitting and just thinking of nothing, watching that flame. Or sitting there with a crystal and holding the crystal in your hand and feeling the energy of the crystalline of the earth and 
if you're using crystals or rocks or anything of that nature, anything from nature, think about where it came from. Think about how it got from where it was and how it got to be polished and shiny and, and beautiful and how of the different people that were involved to make that a part of what you're able to use each day. Feel love embrace you. Focus on those that are around you that that you may not particularly like right now and send them love. Send warm, kind thoughts. Wish them prosperity. Remember that we're all the same of the same spirit and that our spirits are equal. Don't let someone else's human kindness or unkindness take you away from knowing that there are not anything that you did. And remember that they are love just as you are love. Forgive. Don't forget to forgive. Forgiveness will set you free. It may be hard, and forgiving is hard, but you've got to let things go. Let things wash, fall off your back. Forgive those who've trespassed against us. We've all heard that many times in our life, and it's much easier said than done. Just as the Dalai Lama said that meditating is easy. It's actually going out and being compassionate. It's harder, taking the action. So let's all this week take action. Let's not sit pensively. Let's visualize ourselves taking action with compassion. Go out, show someone that yes, you are a compassionate person. And if you fail at being compassionate, it's okay. Remember, you are enough. I am enough. We're of the same spirit. And sometimes we falter. We need to remember to forgive ourselves for faltering. Forgive those who have faltered against us. And show an act of compassion towards them. Show an act of compassion toward yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. We can find balance 365 days a year if we try. There's no, my partner always tell me there's not trying, it's do it. There's no trying in life. And, you know, I've, I used to kind of think, oh, you know, it's a little obnoxious, but it's really true. If you, you can't just try, you have to do it, visualize it. Trying is allowing that negative energy to come in and to block your 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 visualization, your manifestation. So go out there, be compassionate, love everyone, be prosperous, have a wonderful week, and just let love. And to close, we'll just listen to this wonderful music. And namaste, and may it love enfold you this week.